Hello and welcome to Kardashian at the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jaro. Ooh, I like those. <laughs> pauses ever heard of her it's me <laughs> I think we found a new shirt <laughs> this is my new personality um i ever talk about myself her? it's I'm, me you guys can't see the neck rolls that marcy's doing with it it's got some real sassy neck rolls do you know sometimes in my life i can be like very self-deprecating and also like have like some real self-confidence issues. And then there are moments in my life where I say something that is so overtly cocky and I mean it to my <laughs> core. Like once I was on a cruise brag, uh, big, cruise. <laughs> big, big cruise, big brag <laughs> to Bermuda. Um, and I was at like drinking in a bar on, on land and, <laughs> got very drunk and my friend overheard me telling someone that I was kind of a big deal in improv. And this is like <laughs> circa 2007. So I wasn't that big of a sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't ready for what it was going to be. And that really got me. <laughs> it was truly like I was, I don't even know if I was on a Herald team. I might've been like first year oh, Herald geez. team, but like what a funny thing for me uh, to say. I think I meant like, cause I had been on like project improviser. I don't know. The more I explain it, the more you can well, hear why I'm. The truth is, you are. I will. I wasn't. Well, but I will. I will yes and it and say that you are, and you are one of the most, uh, you know, celebrated and skilled improvisers I've ever known. But not it anymore. Is deeply funny to say, and but you know, it's funny. It's why I think we're friends. I can imagine myself getting really hammered and saying something very similar. I can a hundred percent hear myself being like, "Yeah, in LA, I'm like." I'm kind of part of a thing. Okay. I've got kind, kind of a whole thing. Honestly, though, to say it in LA, like to be like in LA, I'm kind of a big deal is like, great. That's actually cool. To say it about improv is truly, I mean, there's <laughs> so many layers and levels to unpack and to be ashamed of and to laugh at. And I'm positive I said it to a 19 year old Marine. <laughs> Just living out loud, I'd say. <laughs> Look. L-O-L, living out loud. That, I think, is a mantra to live by. <laughs> I was not sure that was correct as I was saying it. I was like, live oh. out loud, L-O-L. Um, Jess, <sighs> how have you been? I'm good. I mean, fine. I mean, all the, the answers of COVID. Guys, um, we won't even, we'll spare you the details. I already burst into tears talking to Jess over Zoom earlier. So we're having a life during COVID. And it, it, it is, yes, we all know the caveats. It's harder for a lot of people, but also it can be hard for us too. Yeah. Um, and all the things can be true. And yeah, yeah I think. I think this is very much the like this. This has felt this way for a bit, but like definitely as we move into fall, this like feeling of rounding a new corner of like what like it feels so real and set, and there's um, election panic and like. Could could oof. you imagine if we have like a very and if we do, we want you stick around. 
but a very like evangelical Republican woman in Florida listening to us being like, what are they talking about? I go out, uh, we're going, we have reservations this weekend. Like, well, I mean, it truly is like my sister, um, you know, in Dubai, who I talk about and who listens to the podcast, I know. Shout Hi, out to Emily. Emily. Um, like they're, they're still, people wear masks and stuff, but like it's open. It's back to life, you know, back, it's only back to life. Yeah. And like there are distancing measures and things like that, but like life is back, you know, their lives are back. Everything's back. She teaches at a school. Everyone's there. Like, and it's not scary. And it's have like, you seen the French lady with the with the measuring tape? No. Oh yes. Wait. She, I, I watched this with the sound off, but she's like she's, pulling it out of her purse. Yes. <laughs> and just like she pulls the measuring tape out, and she's like, yeah, six feet or like I don't know. She's <laughs> I should know French, but I don't. Uh, <laughs> we don't have to punish herself for that. <laughs> no, I should. My last name is Jaro. It's That's a whole. True. I'm from Actually, South yes. Louisiana. It doesn't make sense. I don't know it. Um, I will <laughs> say a one bright spot in this weekend was I ripped through Pen Fifteen season two, <gasps> the first half. Um, it's so good. It's just magic, guys. We would never push something on you that wasn't truly worth it that's not true but in yeah, this like, case <laughs> i will say if you graduated high school between the years 1997 and 2005 yeah Ooh. i don't know why i picked those years but it's gonna really it's gonna feel like someone read your diary and if yes. you didn't graduate then you're just gonna be like oh this is all very relatable too <laughs> right. like, i think that's the cool part is that it is it, it is so layered in in the way it speaks to people who, especially, I think, um, if you were a young tween or teen at that time, uh, it is so specific. There's so much attention to detail from like even just the set deck and costume and hair design. And like it is so, so thoughtfully done. But if, I think if that wasn't your experience, it, it, you don't lose anything. I think it yes. is such a good story. And you're right. Like crazy it's so good even like the aim stuff that like yes. the way they type i'm like i think even like a today teenager would be like yep i get it yeah well because it's all precursors to whatever right like yeah aim was what was before like texting texting yeah so it's like i don't think it's that crazy it probably looks weird to sit at a uh desk Goodbye. shop <laughs> remember this Do you remember being in a dorm room and hearing <laughs> the door opening sound and you'd be like <sighs> Who's who is it? And like hop up and look at your aim to see who like came on. Oh, oh my, my gosh. And everyone had a shared computer, guys. <laughs> oh, in the in the in your house? In the family. There was like yes. people like I think it was a thing, and maybe I'm just like middle class enough to like have the computer room. Yes. Oh, it my wasn't God. an office. It wasn't like it was like the computer room. It was a very small like room. Yes. Oh my Where, God. Okay. And like that would be they do such a good job of like that would be Friday night like you would like I, I I always think of my friend Becky who's my like childhood and high school best friend and we like yeah I'd be like go to one of our houses go to the computer and like just that was your night and that was a big one we would do were um AOL chat rooms yes and we'd, like pretend to be like you know I'm sure we we pretended to be like 21 or something oh, yeah. or, we like, were like preparing ourselves for child trafficking yeah like, and like, we would be like, like be like cybering or trying thinking we knew what that meant <laughs> we my friend Katie Hill Katie Hill I don't know where you are shout out uh <laughs> we would go into chat rooms someone would <laughs> 
it's like we start chatting with someone and sometimes we would be like we'd be like and this is very fat phobic but we'd be like i'm 483 pounds and five foot one and i got and then people would still want to like like be like talk sexy and we, and we would our thing was like let's never say anything and just be like oh yeah and like see how far we could get other people to go and, and you know that like every pedophile like knew all the hallmarks of like kids on these things you know and like completely <sighs> dialed into it and knew exactly who they were talking to but it would be like and that thing where the, it would be all night, you know, it'd be like three in the uh, morning and you're like, oh my God. And do you, I remember we got in trouble because remember with AOL, I don't remember how this works, but you would get like those CDs, but you had yes. like minutes you could use. And then it was, you'd get free minutes. And then it was, guys, you used to pay for the internet. You used to pay to use the internet. Oh, use AOL was like you. So the, it would be like you'd get like, like a phone in addition bill. to. Yeah, you'd get like an AOL bill, basically, like as if you were calling 900 numbers, which may not even make sense to younger people. But uh, I do remember like my dad losing it because we, he had gotten like some crazy hundreds of dollars AOL bill and was like, what did you do? And I was like, I've used up all the minutes. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> so weird to think back on like i was cybering with a guy yes. who said he's six foot one and has blue eyes I, and it's a hundred percent just two 12 year olds <sighs> on either side of a computer i Gosh. like literally remember this is the last thing i'll say to date myself like i'll never forget the moment like the internet arrived like i came home from school my mom always had we had a computer that was more like set up for my mom in the living room and it was kind of her office but we would use that computer and she my mom had been working on her PhD through all of like middle school and high school and she which she eventually got but she would sit there and work a lot and I'd come home from school and she'd be working at her computer and I came home this one afternoon and she was like Jess I'm on the internet and I was like I don't know what you mean and she was like come look like I'm talking to people and I was like, I was like, what do you mean you're talking to people? Because it's like you can't explain it to somebody. It's like there was nothing. The only thing your yeah. computer was only just the object. Mavis itself. Beacon. You only yeah. had Mavis Beacon. <laughs> Mario teaches typing. It was like <laughs> there was no outside world connected to this thing sitting on in your home. And my mom's like, I'm talking to people in a room. And I remember like looking at the chat room and being like, who is typing? Because it looked like a ghost was typing. It looked like the movie <sighs> Ghost. And I remember being like what are you talking about mom? And she was like, I'm talking to other people that are it's in the amazing, room with me. I don't think my parents have ever gotten that far. Jess. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, my parents were pretty tech savvy. They're pretty ahead of the curve. It's Silicon Valley. You know, we had to, we were, we yeah. were in the area. In you the gotta keep up. <laughs> you gotta keep up. But it is like the weirdest, like memory for all of time to look back on, to just be like watching people talking to my mom in a room and being like, what? are you talking about who are they though and she was like i don't know and i was like what do you mean you don't age know? sex location that's <laughs> all my mom is just like i go over and it's like graphic graphic cybering <laughs> like, <laughs> and she's like isn't this funny and you're like yeah it is it's legitimately funny i'm going to be doing it this weekend as well uh all that to say that you guys should watch pin 15 on hulu on Hulu. Please go support it. It's please give it more. It sounds like the other half of the season is still coming. It's promised. Yes, I, they got. I think they were like all like they were like halfway through their season and then got shut down from for mm. COVID. So they have like more episodes. I don't know if it's going to be like three more episodes or or maybe more, but right. I, but they only have seven up now. But honestly, it like kind of leaves off in a place where 
it like makes you want more but it all but it also is like thank god that that it got that far at least like yeah, it's like i was a, it's, i was curious if it was going to feel really abrupt but it didn't I didn't I mean, even know that it was a it, that it was an incomplete season. I thought it was just a shorter season. Oh, I can't wait to see more. Oh. They're so gifted, you guys. They're so <sighs> gifted. Um, I'm well, mad. I'm mad at them. I want to. I, I want to. Oh, everybody, on their that's show. the market. That's the market. Every it's like anyone we know. I I feel like there is this category of stuff that that is like it's almost hard to watch because it makes you just like it, the feeling of like how much you want to make something like that is so intense. Um, but that's how you know it's good. That's how you, you know it's so get good. That feeling that often. Um, but guys, go watch Pen15. You will not regret it. Oh, um, so I might go back and rewatch season one. Again. I was thinking the same. Um, so good. I, especially because... Anyways, I can talk about, I, I feel like they, they're really gifted actors. They can really swing from like huge broad physical comedy to like really really incredible like the slightest flicker of emotion across their faces like i think they have such range but i think in this season they they like leveled up crazily even yes. more they're so like they have this I, such crazy they, scenes they like realize their capabilities and then wrote yes. to, yeah yes. but if you if we didn't say it earlier it is women who are in their early 30s playing 13 12 or 13 year old girls and that sounds like it's going to be silly it doesn't it actually plays very authentic you do not think about it they are opposite like actual 12 and 13 year olds yes. who are brilliant i mean <laughs> i think the kids are more like 15 yes. yeah, yeah you're right i'm just saying that because i may have a crush on a child and i don't know what to do with it <laughs> i told you i'm right there with you but it's not like a real crush it's just like a oh i remember that kind yes, of yeah. i think they do a really good job of like yeah, just re making you remember that, like that so swoon feeling. So nostalgic. Oh. It's a true gift. There. Oh my God. Do not deny yourself the joy of this show, you guys. That <sighs> yes. Is. And tell, tell your dumb husbands they'll like it too. And they will. <laughs> and they will. Well, thank you. Uh, shall we get into yes. some news? News. Um, not a ton of news. A little thank bit of a God. quiet week. I, you know, I needed it. I needed something. I'm right there with you. Yeah. I, I need. They sometimes do have an ability to like know when. Like Chris Jenner takes, you know, turns off the PR machine for a week, yeah. and it's like. Oh, god thank god yeah kim uh, and kanye come at us first the top of the mm -hmm. headlines that they had a date night this weekend they went to a friend's wedding i tried to figure out who the friend was they went to like an outdoor wedding this weekend that looked very charming and sweet mm -hmm. and kim posted a picture on our instagram stories of her shoe a silver bag and uh kanye's foot apparently allegedly Kanye's foot allegedly could be a stand-in wouldn't that be something um but it seems like they were out on a date and she <laughs> was drinking she's like you know I don't drink a lot but I'm drinking and then she <laughs> posts a picture later after sunset and she was like I guess I really needed an another one so <laughs> good for you Kimmy Kim, we understand uh that impulse to have another one but yes I feel like no matter what is really going on, she's trying to like make it very clear. Absolutely. She's that in is, this. Still. That is not an accident to, uh, to let us know. They are very good at the old telegraphing of where the relationship is at in not so subtle ways, but definitely. I am 
having the hardest time with this, Jess, with like, wow. with like figuring out, and maybe it's because it's so hard to make those calls. Like what is going to happen? I can't predict it. And watching this week's episode, knowing that it took place like early March before, like yeah. it took place end of February, early March. And to see the love between them. And you're like, that oh. was only six months ago. I know. I don't know that you can give everything up in six months. And and not just everything, like in everything that most couples have to give up, the bigness of their world, you know, like the but bigness even, of their lives together, what they've yeah. built, like these kids, they're like their pursuits. Like it's on an episode like this one, it's really like profound to be like, this is a I don't I was even thinking of a smaller like just like imagine that you have a partner imagine if you could i don't know how you could that I'll you have a part that you have a partner you admire <laughs> <laughs> that like <laughs> that like maybe is has their problems but like she admires him she admires yeah. him deeply and i think he always did the same back to her and maybe yeah. now he's not but i don't know that he can chase her away by ignoring her for a little bit i don't i think that might actually I don't know. I think Kim is, I think Kim, yes, we know that like the Chris Humphreys thing was a, a quick out, you know, but he situation. was awful. He treated her like shit. And I think it was, it was just a, a piece of early fame. I think if you look at Kim, she is, she is a long haul person, you know, like whether it's the law school piece, whether it's like her brand building, like I don't think that Kim is looking for easy, quick solves in, in most anything. Especially and it's very with relationships. Like, like what's that girl that just did the makeup collab with her that no, we don't know because it's her friend from junior friend, high, her junior high friend that we were forced to care a lot about. Yeah, like if that lady's still if she's doing a collab with that chick, yeah. she might stick it out with well, <laughs> Mr. Also think Mr. Piece, West. <laughs> I really also think that like and this isn't like a boo hoo kind of thing, but there is a reality to uh, they, uh, they we know love each other so much. They have, I think, a very similar worldview. There's also a piece of like when I think for a certain celebrities like a lot of celebrities when you've reached the level of like fame and and success and power and all that like your world is actually very small in terms of like how do you, who do you date it's where like do the you, royals they can only you, date their cousins <laughs> if you if you are kim look it's not that kim wouldn't be able to find somebody or that that would even be her biggest priority but it is this thing of like there is actually a much smaller pool of partners available to uh, person like in her world then like so I think that I do think that that factors into your willingness to see it through because you're like well what the fuck it's not like I'm like gonna get back on the dating scene and go and all my options it's like yes a million men would love mm -hmm. to be with Kim Kardashian we know that but like does Kim want any of those men is that I a mean, life for her I'm gonna say something and I need everyone to hear me with an open heart <laughs> because this is not to slight the person I'm going to definitely insult. <laughs> but Kim doesn't want to be Chris and Corey. That's yeah. not what she wants next. No. 
she doesn't want like to be like, well, I just, I want someone that I can just tell what to do and like they'll, you yeah. know, go along. And it's like, a, I mean, not that Corey is a boy toy, but I think Chris sort of mm, can treat him that, or ha- it has appeared that way. Yeah. And I, I think he, like, we, we know people who know him and he's, you know, very much his own person and has his own thing going. But when but you think- get absorbed into this family, it sort of can be that. And I don't think that's what Kim wants. No, I think Kim is unique in that in the family in that way where I think she actually really wants uh, a a very successful on his own, really to your point, like uh, she wants to be in a position. She, I think it is hugely important to be admired because she's Kim Kardashian, but that to your point that there is almost this like shared admiration and almost like obsession with each other, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that that's like a big part of Kim and Kanye is like, they are both trophies to each other. And that's really rare, you know, like they are both they both can't believe they ended up with the other one. You know, it could be an Elizabeth Taylor and. God, who did she marry? I'm going to say Tim Burton. I was going to say Tim Tim Burton. I was going to say Tim Burton. And I was like, that's not the nightmare before Christmas. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Do I love that pairing? Yes. (laughs) Elizabeth Taylor and Mr. Edwards Scissorhands himself. Uh, No, but Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor got married multiple times, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's like one of the great sagas and great stories um, of of Hollywood. It was the off and on. I'm sure that Kim has been like, like, it'd probably just be cheaper just to like let him live in Wyoming off and on for a couple of years. I, but, and it would be, you know, like, I mean, look, like Brad and Angelina, like that divorce is like still going on. I mean, did you hear this thing this week? Bethany still yes, legally married to Jason. I was about to say that. I was about to say I, earlier today, I just tweeted, even though she's no longer a housewife, I'm still team Bethany, no matter what happens. <laughs> but I have boy- been going back through. I've, I'm up through. Oh, yeah, I watched watching. 11 seasons in two weeks. Oh, my God. Oh, that's amazing. So I mean, I've. I've, I've checked it. I still I'm team Bethany through and through on almost every single I don't even care when she's wrong. I'm still on her team. She's gold. She's gold. And she's but to the point being that at a certain point, like the yeah, the details of these divorces with this Mitch in the way of assets and like kids and all of it is it goes. I mean, yeah, that's eight years for Bethany. And Uh, look, if you think your husband is, quote unquote, crazy, would you rather him be it? Would you rather a crazy current husband or crazy ex-husband husband and like don't don't make your life bad who by the way we know has no problem going on social media and spilling all kinds of private information yes. and thoughts and feelings and like if you're kim can you imagine the wild card like the There's terror you would feel no nda that can hold that man's brain the things that would and, and again i think he loves kim dearly and I would be absolutely floored but he over this summer reached like all kinds of new levels of like breaching their privacy and intimacy he is like holding Adidas and Gap to the fire right now currently (laughs) being like I won't make shit unless you put me on the board I was like honestly I think it sounds you know it sounds outrageous for him to say it but he could get it it could happen I mean absolutely I don't think it would be bad for, I mean, granted, he is definitely going through something right now, but he's still at like, some point. 
you can't like Picasso had shit going on too, guys. This is what <laughs> sometimes happens. You have to do a trade off. <laughs> it is. It is absolutely. It all checks out. I think is the truth. But I was happy to see they went on a date night. We say yes. it every time we cover this story, which is that we root for them. We and root like, for them. We root for that family. And also, like, what a charming wedding! Oh my god, it's so cute. I, I didn't. I, I was like, look at these flowers on these farm tables outside and the candles and Frank Sinatra playing. Which very nice and, and kind of like, uh, in you know, in the Kardashian world, like actually low key, you know. Also, like, I bet she was posting that because she was probably feeling that thing that happens at weddings where you're like, oh, I love love. Yes. Oh, my God. The amount of time, the amount, like the ways that weddings serve as like. You're sitting there literally looking in a mirror and you're like a force to reckon with wherever you're at on any of it is like, that's why they're, yeah, that's why they're so special. And we have another Kim post. This was very funny. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it for a bunch of reasons. This was so funny. On Friday, Kim posted a picture, um, uh, captioning it babies at Benihana which I lost my shit about because I love Benihana if I don't talk about it enough on here I'll talk about Benihana all damn day I love Benihana made me really happy to see Kim at Benihana so it's an old pick it doesn't say when but it's it's Kim in her like kind of strange blonde-esque like what's this word when it's blonde Bronde. brown Bronde. blonde phase um Chloe Kendall and Kylie <laughs> and they they got to be like 14 and 15. Yes. Right? They're like yeah. definitely early teens and Kylie uh, <laughs> Kylie commented delete this immediately. Which is funny in itself, but then Kim responded with should I Diddy crop you out? Because remember when Diddy cropped Kylie out at the Met Gala? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Should I Diddy crop you out? Is so funny. <laughs> it, the reason, let's see. Like I said, I'm kind of a big deal uh, in improv, but oh, let's yes, just yes, use yes, my yes. comedy chops to dissect this. Okay. What's funny about it to me is uh -huh. it lets you know how self-aware they are. Like yes. obviously, nothing is said about them that they don't hear. Yes. So like if they don't comment on it, it's they decide not to comment on it. But like <laughs> the whole but family, they're on their phones all day. They yeah, are the looking at what we're looking at. Roasted Kylie when he cropped her out. You know what they did? <laughs> they roasted her ass. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very funny exchange. Guys, oh, should I know, diddy crop you? you. <laughs> this immediately and should I diddy crop you out is I think, so funny also like diddy crop is just a very yeah I like diddy crop as a term uh-huh diddy crop okay I'll, diddy crop. I'll give you the old diddy crop because I want to post it so many people have diddy cropped people out of their like wedding photos and ex-friends and cousins <laughs> girlfriends it's I mean you're gonna it's you can't waste a good photo sometimes guys it's just Diddy the way it crop. goes <laughs> there we go very well done Diddy well, crop. so tell me about this filler what is happening so, the people lost their minds this week uh let me pull it up um a, Kylie posted to show off like her makeup being done and she posted this pic to Instagram with these crazy cheeks like it just and I saw it too and it was just like a really bizarre she looks like um uh what's her name she looks like Brandy Glanville 
like it is just this like very strange face that is not her face and mostly it just looks very very fillered like big time cheek fillers i don't know Um, when i see it it looks so much like a a instagram filter to me (laughs) i think that actually that's i was gonna ask you because i think uh, it lo- it looks like a crazy filler. I mean, filler uh, filter to me too. Like and, I think we forget that they. It's on top ha- of like her contouring already, and her so contouring's the- really severe already. Because you can see like the white strokes of like the the highlighter and stuff. But the way that the camera works on the iPhone, it like tries to recognize like points on your face. So if you are manipulating it with makeup, yes, I think it's exactly that. People, the thing that was kind of shocking to me was people got really like the conversation obviously was just like, oh my God, oh my God, look at her. And people were like uh, asking if they were cheek implants. And I was like, I don't know. Do do that? I don't even, I've never even, have you even heard of cheek implants? Yes. People used to say Janet Jackson had them. Oh, okay. Interesting. Well, I think it's a filter just because I want to show you, I did this um, tonight. Oh my God, Marcy. Will you post this on the on the when you post the story? <laughs> yeah, I'll <laughs> post it. Um, and it's just a picture of the it's the lip challenge is the filter. And okay. Our my friend Nicole, our friend Nicole Buyer, um, mm. she likes to play with those filters a Nicole lot. Nicole loves a wild filter, and I love that. I found some of my favorite crazy filters because she'll post <laughs> whatever she posts. So um, I I. I was like taking a picture because everyone else was. And I was like, I want attention too. That's how my brain works. Uh, I'm with you. I found when I smile, it made my teeth look like accordion. I don't know. Like they just looked very funny. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, it looks like a filter to me, but maybe these women are filters. Yes, I think it's just filters. I think it's, I agree. Speaking of, a very funny thing is going on that I wish maybe someday will turn into a long feature movie that everybody can watch, which is that Marcy and our beloved Trisha and I um, have been, we, we booted up the old Marco Polo app, which for uh, anyone who doesn't know, it's a great app. We're not paid to promote them here. but Honestly, it is like a- I pay to use it at this point because <laughs> yes. I want all those bonus features. <laughs> so it's like a video app where you just make little videos and send them. Um, and I really recommend it. Marcy has rightfully pushed us towards it. And I had forgotten I had it and then found a whole bunch waiting from like all of quarantine. Um, but we've been using it. But to me, the funniest ongoing game is ever every time it is like the most unforgiving (sighs) filter most non-filter the most unforgiving lens of an app in human existence i don't know how it manages to do what it does because even with like a selfie you can find an angle that works for you but the marco polo like specifically wants you to look worse it's so funny so it creates its own like side game where you are like if you're me you're I'm always like putting my hand in my my head in my hand to kind of pull my cheeks up or just like covering my face or like where it makes it impossible to not like also be so distracted by yourself <laughs> like you just and our brains are broken from great filters and apps and stuff and so it is just very funny because every video starts with like oh my god whoa so oh okay sorry here we go talking now but, but like it is immediately so jarring every single time <laughs> i use it enough to where i i kind of can get over it a little bit especially like if you're going back and forth 
but I have a friend that often like does it while she's eating dinner. And I'm like, this is a lot for me. (laughs) (laughs) Just like with the mouth. I'm sure a lot of listeners get it. Um, So tell me about this. Speaking of Kylie, this Tory Lane story, because I don't know it. I mean, I know I saw a lot about Tory Lane's this week. So Tory Lane's uh, uh, alleged shooter of Meg the Stallion and I'm going to say probably a huge piece of shit. Yeah, I feel like the we're if from what I understand of this story, this is a fucking piece of shit guy. Yes. So he released an album to give his side of the story. So basically he shot he allegedly shot a woman and now he's trying to make money off of shooting her. Was found to have the gun. The mm-hmm. gun ma- that matched and had the gun and is he denies clearly, it, but is pretty yes evidence wise it would be hard to believe it could be anyone else but and Meg says that he did shoot her and she was just trying to cover for him in this era of police brutality and the you know what's going on in the world so it's all like very fucked up and very like very anti-black woman essentially and that's what the story from the blast it says you want it we got it that's blast Blast. Um, so they posted some of the lyrics from his album and there's a track called queen and slim and um it's basically insinuated that he was too drunk to see what even happened to meg the stallion and some of the lyrics go me and kylie still off in the pool we was chilling kicking shit was cool both of us didn't know you was stripping even though i got a crush on kylie i would have left with you if i knew you was dipping for the simple reason you invited me but I can't act like shorty, shawty. <laughs> Sorry, you got it. this is embarrassing. You're doing it, really good. I can't act like shawty didn't excite me. I had to, t- and I had took a wrong turn that night. But then Ugh. he says, I wasn't the wrong one that night. You was just too drunk to even see it wasn't anticipating. I'd never put you in no situation. I've never even had an argument with you conversations. I'm all, that's a question mark. They don't know the lyrics with you because you might, this is the N word for real. And if, and if you can agree, then you own me that then you, I think that's owe me that. So basically being like, there was like, we've never fought. Why would I do this? It didn't happen. And I know his name. A lot of people have been like, ugh, like don't even go down a Twitter hole of watching people defend Tory Lanez. Um, it's, it's like bad. They're like the way that they accuse a woman who was definitely shot, no matter who you thought shot her of yes. trying to clout chase. This is, a woman who has two of the biggest songs that have come out in the last 18 months, period. Like one of the biggest stars on planet Earth right now. And the top female artists are like, like we have Cardi B and Beyonce being like, yes, it's you, 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 you play, come yes. with me. Like, yes, like they don't. She's not clout chasing with this person whose name I wouldn't know unless something terrible happened with him right. and a famous woman, two famous right. women. Yes. So. And but for him to then like be like, I'm going to like, OK, we were together. You got shot. I'm saying I didn't do it. But then I'm going to write some lyrics about how the woman we were with, I actually 
do think she's so hot. And the allegations are that that's what the fight was about. And that it's like, so this is the defense is not only I didn't do it, but also I also like you were too drunk. I was too drunk. Also, yeah, I have a crush on Kylie. It's like and then apparently it says that he even goes on to call Kylie heavenly on another track. Yeah. And it's just like the only reason we're talking about this person is because he like injured uh, yes. uh, he he to your point was happened to be with two astronomically famous women it's yes the only piece of relevance and it's like this is yeah i saw there was some site that like announced they would no longer cover him and i like, want to say that was oh damn it's not like complex the, or yeah oh i forgot it's not but i yeah. But I do think it feels like this that yeah, this understandable outrage of like w- and giving this person a platform and he's to re- to re- he's releasing an album, he's building a career off of what like hurting a black woman. Yeah, and also like m- not like like uh complicated for us to speak on as white women, but to read and to um uh, digests the idea out there that a lot of black women are saying that he is putting down black mm-hmm. women and then worshiping this white woman and yes. like discrediting multiple black women and yeah. then being like, and Kylie's so cute. What a heavenly person. You're like, what? Yeah. Like also like if nothing mm. else, if no one was shot, if whatever, it's just like you simple dick. Yes. You are a simple <laughs> dick. It is like exactly Kylie? that. Okay. Like And also what? like you're uh you it's it's also I feel like just more about trying to say like I'm in the proximity of these women. I uh-huh. I'm in the pool with Kylie and it's like, buddy, no, no thank you. I'm not nobody's interested. I mean I, clearly a lot of people are interested. Yes, but, yes, yes, uh, but but I we're not. In the no grand thanks. scheme of things, you will be a blip. I believe. Is that your husband that I love so much walked by? Yes, that's him. He just walked by. Oh, boy. <laughs> you gotta you gotta search out Jess's husband on Twitter. It's oh, too yeah. funny. Shout out to my husband's Twitter. He's way uh, Hey, he, big fan of a long prick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense if you know the Twitter joke, guys. Yes, if you don't, you gotta find it. You gotta search him out. Um, anyway, I... Alpacas, you'll laugh your ass off. I just... I take such huge offense to Tory Lanez accusing Meg Thee Stallion of being a clout chaser. No, it's disgusting. And I she's think, got uh, her clout. She's got it. I mean, that's at least the good. The, the relief to me is that like, yes, this is such an obvious like everyone I think seems I think a, certainly people see it for what it is, you know, and that like also Meg is untouchable. Like you're talking about like a woman who is yeah at the well, highest possible level of stardom. The thing that like bums me out so much and it's something we kind of touched on when Kim was robbed is that these women who are untouchable are not untouchable because yes. of the violence of men in yes. a way that does not happen to the majority of male celebrities at that level at least for sure you know there is the whole like you know like the east coast west coast uh beefs and the, you know killings of rappers in the 90s but but that's not a thing we're doing and now these women are getting like brutalized it's it's, it's not here for it. Unconscionable. Anyway, let's go out on a light note with the news. <laughs> this was this was a fun one. And by fun, I mean a little heartbreaking, but also 
but also that's okay. So, of course, Ellen's back. We don't need to talk about Ellen. Everybody knows Ellen had her summer of scandals. She's back. She's addressing. She's nice now. She came back nice. nice. She came back nice. And it had nothing to do with possibly losing her giant empire. She wears cute sneakers and she dances. She's nice. How dare you? (laughs) So, of course, who does she bring back in for this precious, precious window of returning into America's TV sets and homes and hearts? The one, the only Kris Jenner. Birds of a feather. <laughs> I was like, of course, of course, of course. She's of got course. she's got Chris on speed dial for her big return. I guess this is her second week back. Um, so she came on. It's a pretty boring interview. She kind of like, you know, Ellen asks her about like, are Tristan and Chloe gonna have more kids? And it's like, who knows? Anything's possible. Non-answers, nothing boring. But then she gets to something we really care about, which is the question of one Chris Jenner possibly joining the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I think <sighs> we have hoped, which dreamed, prayed in our little beds at night. I mean, <laughs> Andy Cohen basically said there is no way she would give up control, <laughs> meaning would. that there's no way we would let her have. We wouldn't let her be an EP, like, and that's what exactly. she would demand, and it's not happening. <laughs> I think that. I mean, I think the subtext is also the the we can't afford her. <laughs> yes, and they yes. definitely can't. So, but she's, I mean, if you let her become an EP, then all of a sudden you could afford her because oh, uh, that's. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in response, uh, Chris says, I think uh, she said, I think I would do it just to go on once in a while and be with my friend Kyle Richards. But as far as me doing a show like that regularly, there's just too much going on in my life. And this is nice. And they do not need a Kris Jenner on that show. They're doing just fine. Also, I will say that the same time this weekend, I was reading some, I read this like blind item, Twitter, not Twitter, uh, Instagram feed. That's mm. always, it's always people I don't know who they're talking about because I've gotten to that age. But they, <laughs> someone, mm. w- there were some gossip items that Kathy Hilton mm. was toying around with going on because there were rumors, allegations that she was going to go on to support Kyle while Kyle and Mauricio separate. What? However, <laughs> it was quickly disputed because people were like, uh, Kyle and Mauricio are literally on vacation right now humping each other. Like, yeah, I was going to say they might be like the most rock solid marriage in all housewives. I mean, unless you just want to give money away, I cannot because he became so fucking rich over the past decade. Like, oh like, my God, he, they're so he, rich. He always had like, my, like, you know, but like he became like insanely rich. That company, the agency, whatever it is, that real estate company, yeah. it, if you live in LA, like it is it is ubiquitous it's like it it's is a what the massive Oppenheimer room. group wishes they were <laughs> you heard me I'm taking <laughs> shots at selling sunset <laughs> it's you tiny it. twins <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah Mauricio is in the money they now, are in the money could he 
cheat on Kyle. Bro, yeah, whatever, fine. You know, that could happen. But I think he's uh, such a stony baloney lately that he's like not really he's, trying to do that. I don't think he's looking. I think he's chilling. I think it, their kids are like, most of those kids are getting out of the house. I think uh, they're chilling. He is so high all of the time. It is I know. hilarious. At Hawaii, like, their Hawaii trip or what were they there for? But anyways, yeah. Or even just, just like, him talking, it, it, just even entertaining Denise's husband Aaron talking. Yes. He's like, wow, man. Whoa. Oh, wow. Oh, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> You're like, Mauricio, I love you. But I don't think that, that that means that Kathy could not join. I think Kathy would be a wise, wise pick. Although uh, we all know that Garcelle has called for Nene Leakes to come to her aid, join what her. A thrill and- that would be. That would be I- a fun crossover universe. You know, I think instead of like a Brandy Glanville type, you get that V for Viviana lady up in there who dated that. I don't that. remember. She dated the man, the, what's his name? Sterling, who owned the Clippers and sets. She oh, called oh him on Oh my God, with the visors? Yeah. That lady? <gasps> so this is a scandal. Like, I want to say. Oh, this God, was juicy. Like, like a, but a also date? horrible because he's horrible awful piece of shit. So this man who is one of the owners of the Clippers, I believe it's the Clippers. I'm just doing this off the tippy toppity of my head. You're absolutely right. I will double check it while you go. Um, so Donald Sterling. Donald. I was like, I was going to call him Ron Sterling, but that's not his name. Donald, yes, Donald Sterling, Sterling. As old, crusty old white man was having an affair with this woman, Viviana <laughs> V for Viviana. I don't know why she goes by V for Viviana, but she does. Uh, so they're having an affair and she reco- and she is a woman of color mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he she records him saying the n-word and talking about players in a very racist and disparaging way and then I don't know how, I don't know why but she, I guess for money she releases the tapes and it like brings him down but it was a whole huge scandal because he had to like like you know like sell off the clippers and not be a part of the organization and then she was like an it girl walking around beverly hills with what is now fashion accessory of the COVID time she had the korean style face visor i'll never forget it full face shield to keep the set off uh and she like kind of like made that a thing long very beautiful yeah so her name is V Stiviano. You were very close. I thought it was V for Vivian. <laughs> it's V. Her name is V period. And then last name Stiviano. And so I think you were very close. And yes, it was in 2014. She released a conversation between, um, yeah, the two of them. And, and I won't read it. His, what he said, cause it's just nasty. Um, but it involves the N word and saying horrible things. And so, yeah, she released it and brought his ass down. Yes. Um, cause rightfully the team and the players were outraged. Yeah. Uh, and he had to go on like a giant apology tour. Um, and yeah, it's a whole scandal. And you are so right. If uh, if she showed up, I would lose my goddamn mind. What a fun I, deep cut that is. I mean, I don't know what her personality is like, but she's got some chutzpah. <laughs> I appreciate she's got stories to tell. Is I think what we're th- what we're like, saying. She's not afraid to go there. I think is what I'm interested <laughs> in. <laughs> 
Well, speaking of going there, should we go to the recap? What a segue! My bitch can do it all! <laughs> it wasn't clunky, it was smooth. Smooth, smooth. as I... <laughs> So we got... We got three. So this is the second episode of our fresh new season, season 19. Don't yeah, forget they, it. They tricked us. If you we, bought it on iTunes, you got screwed. You got screwed by the queens of screwing us. Um, and we love them. So this is episode <laughs> two. I didn't I didn't get the name. Sorry. You know, neither did I. Let's call it Fashion Week. <laughs> Fashion Week. We'll call I it- don't fashion week fashion week yes um but we'll spell it w-e-a-k uh for covid um Uh, 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 it doesn't doesn't really work i'm gonna look it up now because i need to but uh so so we've go ahead ahead. no you do it (laughs) so we got three storylines we've got the continuation of the goddamn prank (sighs) we've got kanye i will say it did have a payoff. It did have a payoff. Uh, they, You're right. I, right. I owe them an apology. <laughs> I think that's, That's fair. That's very fair. Then we have Kanye and Paris Fashion Week. And then we have Bridget the Puppy. Oh, uh, my God. I, I just looked up the name and it's paris puppies and pranks and boy that would have saved us a lot of time we wouldn't have had to explain what all the things were so funny how they did work for us thank you guys paris puppies and pranks pranks the three p's i think we're gonna have to go puppies pranks then paris i love it okay let's do that so so we'll start (laughs) with the introduction of a new character Bridget the puppy has arrived. A rescue, which I was, he said a rescue. And I was like, excuse me? (laughs) I don't believe them. I mean, I, you know what? I actually believe that there are a bunch of celebrities who have rescued a litter of puppies. Oh, you're right. That was the whole thing. And that, Ellen might have this Bridget's sibling. Yes, which would make... Okay, well, that connects too. We've got Corey wearing his Ellen shirt later in the episode. Now, can I do math or remember any historical date? Absolutely not. But I will remember... That, that there Ellen was a puppy m- ring of <laughs> of rescue puppies that centered around Ellen DeGeneres. Absolutely, she's got that info at the ready. Oh God! So they're dog parents now. They're treating it like Corey is treating it like they're co-parenting. Yes. And I was like, yeah, of course. She's like, oh, I didn't know how much I'd love this puppy because she doesn't have children anymore. Like her kids are all billionaires. Right. They don't need right. her except for Robert. Right. Her he's child. not fun. He's no. He's and not cute and cuddly. He's expensive. <laughs> yeah, she had to literally run away from a home to give it to him. <laughs> that is so something my mother would do, though. She'd just be like, "You keep it, leave me alone. Bye. Keep the house. Bye." Um. Uh, also, I don't. I'm sure this is not true, but more just that it's a rarity. I was startled to have Corey doing confessionals. You know, he seemed startled too. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he excuse like, me. He was like, what? I have to sit where? Um, 
<laughs> he has a very interesting voice and it and I think I'm just so used to being around actors, comedians, performers to yeah. hear someone kind of like stump stammer their way through something with such good lighting you're like this yes, doesn't make this sense weird, everyone else but... around you is trying to make you look good and it is sort of i think what has become to me like the charm of Corey is, yes. is that he is so like not on you know yeah. and he just is i feel i mean like i feel like there is no doubt in my mind that the guy we see on TV is the guy that yes. is in his real life, that there is well, no performative piece. Maybe the most shy version of him. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. I fully agree. So we have a dog trainer come for Bridget and Chris is nowhere to be found. Corey is worried he does not want to be a single parent. <laughs> it made me laugh how much he like leans into this single parent, single dad he, stuff. He's it's so funny. It comes up later too. But essentially she's like, oh, I have a work emergency. Gotta go. Bye. And, and it's like, should it come as any surprise? This woman is not that interested in something that is high maintenance no and raising a thing i mean this woman raised f 65 children she but doesn't want to raise something with you dude we <laughs> that's have the whole seen point of your deal so many animals come and disappear on oh in my this god if you family. are new to this podcast please go back and listen to how many times like we have flagged when an animal appears i'm less worried because it's cory but when an animal appears in this family it is a countdown clock oh my i mean someone should put them on a list they I should mean, not be allowed. No, like, Peter should intervene and do like a gigantic bill. Will create one of their like crazy uh, billboard the, campaigns. The ASPCA should do something about this. <laughs> I donate. I give them money. You know what? It, it reminds me of. Um, I had a coworker whose mom adopted a cat from a shelter, and like somehow like when the cat came home it became like an out indoor outdoor cat because the cat likes being outdoors whatever right and somehow the shelter got wind of it and called and asked <laughs> this person's mother to return the cat oh and she said no she's like you have to though it's not the agreement she's like what are you gonna do you gonna gonna arrest me <laughs> and she's like no but i'll have you banned from every shelter in the area <laughs> and she's like i'm not afraid of you i'll do what i want <laughs> now did the cat end up uh going missing yes because that's what happens to outdoor cats but don't worry she got another one and it was fine because <laughs> she's like i called their bluff <laughs> this was full of really delightful twists and turns except I, I, the missing animals not delightful but the twists Maybe, and turns were hopefully someone else just found it and decided yes. it needed to be an indoor cat yes <laughs> i'm sure that cat's living a great life so we <sighs> so we then have cory cory is mad and, and they, there's like this sort of oh you know he's upset with chris when she's leaving and he's he's gonna be a single dad so he concocts a classic kardashian plan and i guess a gamble plan in this case mm. and he, he took a real gamble he took a gamble on his love no um he decides he the only way that he's going to be able to get chris to care about bridget is to make her jealous make now, her care i guess was that what the plan was this seems like a backwards plan <laughs> because i 
feel like she'd only resent the dog more. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like I'll make her care and want to take care of the dog with me by making her jealous of the dog is such a strange logic. Also, just because don't you feel like this is like such a fucking fraud to have to like dissect a bullshit storyline that's not true? I like, mean, we're spending our fucking mental energy talking uh, it, about this storyline where the only rude. interesting thing is that the car seat for that dog was very cool <laughs> i agree so that's <laughs> listen you're right and this is the so we basically get i'm still gonna hit a few points because there's still stuff you, i want to talk well, about wrote, we wrote it down we already wasted the time the time has been spent and folks you're listening to it your time it's we're all in it together we have to talk <laughs> about bridget the dog and that's where we're at and these people have complete control of our lives so <laughs> we we they have a lunch date and we've got Corey bringing bridget and this very cool car dog seat situation and they go to jeffrey's in malibu which i've always wanted to go to so i was very oh, curious i've what been it, a I, couple of times is it good i look so beautiful i've only seen it from the pch side you know i went the last time i went was with my sister and we went at night and i was like this is not when you go to jeffrey's you dumb dumb <laughs> it's on the anything. water it's see. on the water in malibu very beautiful and um we've just got like lots of fawning from Corey over bridget he orders a plate of chicken that a poor waiter has to go get and a cook has to cook and and then he's just going on and on and on but the part that really made me laugh is he's trying to make chris jealous and he says one of the things he wants to do for bridget is he wants to get a watch made for her <laughs> <laughs> but you know what these fuckers i bet kendall's dog has a fucking watch i was like thought it was so funny and outlandish and then to your point i was like well we know that these like newborns are wearing like cartiers and designer clothes in this family so like absolutely bridget's gonna yes. get a watch <laughs> This Ugh, bitch. The way they, they waste their money is just insulting at this point. They just—they don't know how to spend it. They, it's a stressful thing how much they have to spend it. She. So he tells her that um, Bridget's number one, and you're just Chris. But then she has lunch with the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. <laughs> <laughs> what a good cameo! Nothing interesting really happens other than Faye's like, "Well, you gotta get his attention," or I don't even know what she says. Yeah, some lazy, lazy producing. And uh, for some reason, Chris dresses like a Dalmatian. It's all bonkers. Guys, this is episode two of this season, supposedly, that we are all ready to like Chris in a dog suit is important. You know what, what it feels it's like? telling us? It feels like they filmed a bunch of sea stories for the whole yes. season. And then they're I like, uh oh, COVID happened and it you can't do bumped this. Them all up. Yeah, because they can't yeah. like then be like in the same week that uh Chloe thinks she has COVID, we also had this prank at Joffrey's. Like they just ran out of time. I think you're right. It's really early for hijinks. Like they should this. just give us the dates of these other things then. Like I they know. should just be like, This happened six months earlier. We did a dog prank. Fuck. Who cares? <laughs> Shit. We Shit. no one could have predicted this. <laughs> It's uh, very silly. Corey uh, does have a great line, though, where he what says, does he say? I, I didn't know I was going to be a single black father. <laughs> Corey. I feel like he discovered that he probably did really say it. And he was like, that's good. 
That's really good. It's really good. And everybody's like, that's good, Corey. Corey, you you earned your keep this week. (laughs) You earned your keep. Uh, That's it. That's their deal. I thought it was fine. What about whenever she said, you should see what I have on under this. And then she said, mommy needs a belly rub. And I threw up all over my house. (laughs) Uh, just like imagining Chris <sighs> Jenner laying on a bed prone like, with yes, Corey also Gamble. Ugh. A belly rub is in no universe. Can you can you pass that off as sexy? That's like at the most being like, I don't feel well. Can you help me feel better? <laughs> it's not sexy. So then we've got um, what would be our next one? I think the, the prank. Pranks. The next prank. I yes. was like, how is this still happening? I don't even know how to cover this. <laughs> we're well, like hitting I was like, a wall with it. Now we're involving it's him because confusing. Because it's she, they confusing. were they were doing that thing from friends where like she doesn't know that we know that she knows. And I was like, you you're talking about you have multiple subjects in the sentence that you are saying she about, and it's confusing and it's, us. And it is like double beats basically over and over again. And basically, where we left off last week. Chloe and Scott came clean, told Chris that they'd been pranking her, that they staged the photos and it was a great relief. But they decided because they had looped in Kim that Kim didn't know that Chris knew it was a prank. So now the turn is to continue to trick Kim. To their point, they have already put in this much effort. They might as well milk a little more from it. Very fair. In this scene, Scott has definitely aged a lot. Oh my God. It's really like... But he's better looking than ever? He looks like he's in a very... It's very strange too, though. I like his Skeletor look. (laughs) It's very weird knowing that he's leading up to going to rehab, you know? Because, and again, we that's told through their through their in this in the show and it seems in, that it's about like past past trauma with his family that he wanted to deal with and not addiction necessarily but yeah. it is like it his his vibe is very um i don't know it's just like yeah well, he's kind he, of like gaunt and like he's, he's got yeah, this he, like kind of ghostly feel he doesn't look like someone with a drinking problem yes it's like that's this, not what its problem is yeah it's definitely something else and yeah. like it He's just kind of like, and his brows are gone. He just looks really intense. But but I think he looks great too. It's very weird. I'm <laughs> he like, can wear I, a lot of looks. I, I, I mean, mean, like, I know it's a little Christian Bale in that movie where he lost too much weight, but yeah, it's yeah, it's like still like, hey, I think you kind of look. You look good though. There's something about his uh, withered spirit that I'm drawn to. <laughs> <laughs> well. Basically, the prank continues. They call Kim and 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 or Chris calls Kim and says that she is worried that she's an alcoholic. And it is just like we talked about this last time. It's very strange. This like joking about alcoholism, yes. joking about addiction in if, uh, Scott's in all these scenes. Like, it's just weird. It's just fucking it's weird. Yeah, it's like very like, uh, I don't know, like. I uh, just like hiding in plain sight kind yes, of stuff. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what I exactly how to describe it. And like they go to Nobu and now, this scene is hilarious if you really think about it that Chris was like, "Okay. I'm not drinking." And Kim's like, "Mom, 
No. <laughs> Mother, please try a sake flavor. She's like, no, I can't. I'm too embarrassed. And then Kylie's like, what kind of martini should I get? Mango or lychee? And Kim's like, get the lychee. She's like, great. And then you see her slurping down a mango martini later. <laughs> I know. <You> bitch. <laughs> but also, all Kim does is scream about how little she drinks. Let's maybe not ask Kim her recommendations on cocktails. I guarantee you. Yeah. (laughs) The woman who does not have a developed palate (laughs) for what tastes good. Well, I think she would maybe know better about what tastes good instead of like what, like, I think people who don't drink often know what like oh if you don't like the taste of alcohol you're gonna like you'll like this better but i mean when you've got a wealth of information like chris jenner across from you you're gonna want it as chris just put it in my butt (laughs) soak it it in a tampon and put it right in my butt (laughs) (laughs) give me that scene plug it so uh, oh my gosh we fast forward a bit so now kim is in paris at this point and uh yes 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 so chris is calling she's like i'm gonna make i'm gonna really sell it yes Uh, she's i'm gonna call kim while she's in paris and tell her i'm going to rehab and like you know chris is doing whatever kind of job but then kim's retelling it to courtney in the car and courtney's like what I don't even know what you're talking about. And she doesn't care. She doesn't care. She's not in on the joke and she doesn't give a shit who's going to rehab. She doesn't care at all. It's so funny. What? I I don't know. I feel like she almost was like, almost said like i'm not in the storyline yes <laughs> i'm like not she, in this you got, that's chloe <laughs> i don't have to do this mom said i don't have to do this <laughs> <laughs> but yeah she's basically like guess mom's going to rehab it's happening uh and, and yeah it gets courtney's no like i really response. i really don't want to talk about this game <laughs> i really don't like the storyline it's not fun or funny to me who are and you then, talking about what mom who when what where mama? what <laughs> then we uh, then it's basically nothing till they're back in la yes right yes. and uh, so then this a, is the big performance a scott and kim scene very cute to have scott recapping north's performance in i know uh, so chris calls kim and asks her to step away from filming and so mm. Kim does a thing where she demikes herself and steps out in the room. But as soon as she realizes that Chris wants to talk about this rehab thing, which she knows is a prank, she goes back in and puts the phone on speaker. So this is a little bit of how the sausage is made. Yes, I <laughs> yeah. loved it. I yeah. loved it. So <laughs> Chris is fucking selling it. It's great. It's really cl- it is grade A gender work grade a performance and you can tell so authentically that kim is like oh no she's laughing she's like we have to tell you mom what are we doing what are we doing (sighs) and so she tells her and chris goes fully berserk full it's like the angriest i've maybe ever heard her on the show i if she can act that well you should never trust her again because that was so legitimate and even scott said that is some meryl streep acting she is so mad and kim is so truly like up, uh, well, up i wasn't even i didn't need, and rightfully so it wasn't her prank she's well, it's like, very funny because she's like she's not concerned about her mom going to rehab she's no. like i'm not taking the fall for this <laughs> yes 
it's not like someone needs to go get mom now it's like you know like oh my god i'm not i shouldn't get in trouble about this it's amazing it's an it's a really great chris scene and then does chris enter in a full length fur coat am i yes. did i imagine then that? they're like like kim is just like bat, like whoa oh my god that was crazy talking to scott about it and then we've got one chris jenner sauntering in the room full fur coat and she's like it, again making light of rehab and she's like just got out of rehab <laughs> i feel great oh god oh god. really fully acknowledging the cat the crew looks at them like can you believe it and then scott <laughs> gives them all a round of applause <laughs> it's one of the crazier scenes yeah it's the truman show at this point fully uh which i love uh but yeah. did get a lot weirder and you were right it paid off in an unexpected way yeah like chris really sold it honestly they should all take a like her acting class she's great oh my god i loved it it was great and then we've got our last storyline kanye paris. Yeah. in paris so at that aforementioned novu dinner um or that we've got Kylie and a bunch of people, uh, Court and the kids, Scott, uh, Kim tells everybody that they that Kanye is doing Paris Fashion Week um, and invites them all to come. Um, and they do. It's it is. And again, I will say this is a really interesting storyline because it's not not enjoyable. But like we've been talking about, like with the show ending, this is really where you feel the lag of this show. Mm -hmm. This I mean, it's literally the first time they're saying coronavirus. They're talking. They've all heard of it. And while it is super cool and fascinating to like be taken back to that and remember how we all were like, yeah, what is it? It's the coronavirus. What is it? Uh, it is also tough because like to feel like that this has ruled her life for over six months and you're watching people now yes. in the end of September discover coronavirus is like, well, that is the problem of the show. Get ready you know? when TV finally comes back with new episodes because they're all going to be talking about it, I imagine. It's such gonna a be, bummer. Like at the beginning of quarantine, someone was like, I'm going to write a movie. You could write a movie about this. I was like, there's going to be a 10,000 movies about this. There's already like shows. There's and like you don't shows see about it. like no one wants people on Zoom. And there's like a dating show. Anyways, I don't want to see it. But this was still interesting. So they they generally bring up that the coronavirus is like, have you guys heard about it? And then a very funny runner through this, which they've done. They did it with the fires. They love to do a very, very fake news cutaway to a news story. Clearly voiced by like a I PA mean, or a producer. I guess it's just cheaper than getting... Yeah. clearance for <laughs> news it's, clips i'm just like don't they even have like an e-news story they can throw in there it's, it's very I guess funny if you saw like uh, maria menounos being like the coronavirus <laughs> like it would be silly i don't even know if she still does that but <laughs> I, listen, let's assume she does um, or juliana rancic who actually had covid19 that's true so. yeah so we find out that they're planning to go everybody's planning on going but the there there is worry about traveling to paris now i also thought in this like terrible news recreation um that they <laughs> were terribly inaccurate like they're like they're screening at jfk and lax i was like no the problem is in that time that moment yeah. in time when this is supposed to be happening they weren't screening and no. that's why we got it here guys Yes, exactly. Like the, it, this exact window when people could still travel, it was not at all. Like, like there the was whole, no precaution. Yeah, there was the no screening. Is, it's so bad here because nobody stepped up to do a thing. No, these, these recreations Scott are Dittig, problematic. 
If Scott Disick knows more about the dangers of COVID-19 on February whatever, February 28th, than fucking Donald Trump claimed to, like, this is dangerous. This is bad. It's bad. It ain't. It's not a good look. Also, he predicted that he was like, I don't want to. He was like, what if I go to there and then I'm away from the kids and I can't get back for three days or possibly three years? I was like, he fucking called it. He knew. But the three years thing, just wait. Oh, you wait no. and see. What if he's Scott right? Disick wasn't. I mean, it's, I think we'll be in a functioning society sooner than three years. Yeah. But before it's like not actually, or actually, it could be like the flu and people are always like, there's I always- think it will be some version of that. Like, a, but we'll just know how to manage it in some way. But And it will always be dangerous for certain people, too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so we yes, yeah, so we have Scott who's talking to uh, Chloe and they're both talking through going to fashion week and they both are talking about the risk of it. And like exactly saying like with kids, like it's just not it, they're it's not worth it. And so and Chloe's so, worried she's being a little close, close CD over dramatic, oh, but the old close CD. Uh, but Scott's like, no, we're staying home. Like, honestly, makes the, like makes the call. I'm shocked that anyone in that family did because i am it's, too it's like when they get to paris courtney was like i almost didn't come i was shocked courtney of all of them went you know well, like that's the thing is like she is not ahead of the curb she's yes five years behind it but the but so loud about the information she has you're so right so we have them arrive in paris it's courtney and um Penelope, Kim, and Northy, cute daughters trip. They have oh, like these like squirting hand sanitizer all over <laughs> everybody. So weird. They have this little dinner, you know, talking about the plans for the trip. Like uh, Kim is showing North paparazzi pictures of themselves <laughs> in this like bizarro universe. They're like, here was you on our last trip to Paris, and they're like straight up paparazzi pictures. And I'm like, okay. yeah. And she's like, I guess oh, that counts. She's like, oh, we brought that shirt. We should have worn it. Oh, that would have been the look. Oh, the vibe is off with my daughter. No. Watching them get into those latex suits, is that what you're going to say? Oh, my God. This is... Now, we've seen it a ton at this point, but I never realized that that was for... Well, she confused me. She said it was to go to church, but church was the Sunday service, which I don't believe is church, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah she calls... The, I think she calls Sunday service church. But which, what a funny thing if you were to wear that to church, Jess. It's iconic. Look sometimes they deliver in really meaningful ways the sister is wearing these disgusting puke and barf colored latex puke and barf is the same uh but they're different so one is puke and one is barf in this case i like them i here's my take i like the cut i like the idea i just hate those colors so much it makes, it makes me nauseous. It really makes sense that Kim would wear an almost nude colored latex suit. But She's it's a not condom. nude. It's like, it's like a, there's this like greeny brown yeah. to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the, uh, Chloe, I mean, Courtney looked like a blood plot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she looked like uh, my heavy day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she looked I mean, like, like my straight up diva cup slop. <laughs> 
That's too gross, and I apologize. No, please don't. Don't apologize. No, they look, look, are they incredible superheroes who can like wear things that no human being could get their bodies into? Uh, yes, am I? And like the cut of it's amazing. They're amazing pieces of clothing. It is so Just funny. The glove part of that suit. Oh, oh my I was God. like, and oh, she like later is eating and has to use the glove hand to feed the bread, like put the bread in her mouth with her latex <sighs> glove hand. That's very gross to me. It's very funny. So she she's like this scene with the latex is very funny. Chris Appleton, her her celebrity hairstylist, is like desperately trying to do her hair while she is like just shimmying herself. I think he's just herself. trying to make sure it doesn't get torn off like that long yes. I think that ponytail. Like, don't get it stuck in that latex we'll never get it out <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile uh, Courtney's like dressed and walking around and I laugh so hard did you catch this like she's Kim is going through this like crisis of getting this latex and Courtney is looking at her phone and goes my screen time was down 9% <laughs> like not in the scene <laughs> Just walking around. My screen time is down. <laughs> the thing is that she's like, I have more important things to do. You're like, well, yeah, is that, this is your more important things to do. How so, few fucks Courtney gives oh, is just a dream. It's so funny. I truly laugh with Kim when Kim was explaining to Northy that this is a coronavirus suit. No one could get in here. Ha ha ha. And I was like, <laughs> It's so dorky and it made me laugh so much. Me too. Watching there's a lot of really sweet mom moments, I think, yeah. in this between between Kim and North, especially. And like I, I, I it's really cool. I like seeing that so much. It's so funny because North is so fully unimpressed with her mother, but then Penelope is even colder. I know. <laughs> I've never dynamic. seen such I mean, they have Chris Jenner's icy cold veins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's amazing and so then they go to service and she's got her latex on for service slash church um and then and then they have this uh, meeting in anticipation of the show right i just have to say though watching kim's latex covered hands clapping it looked like those you know when <laughs> Kristen Wiig plays that character yeah, Kelly with, with the little tiny hands it's, yes yeah I was like it just because she couldn't really she was just like tip 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 <laughs> it made me laugh just watching her try to clap for Kanye tip tip, oh. tip, tip. squeak 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 just the sound like physically Oh my God, I cannot imagine the discomfort. Or your body just molds to it. I've never worn latex. I have no idea. She has said before she does not like, she likes to be hot. She doesn't That's sweat. So. That makes sense. So, I mean, it makes sense that Kim would be unlike any other humans. <laughs> so, so yeah, we get the more, meeting. then we get more fake news stories about like it's worsening, it's worsening. The thing, you know, I think it's like Milan Fashion Week is, is canceled. It's, 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 sort of it's like, getting worse. Put this in context for everyone. She wore those latex suits on March 2nd. Okay. So that is pre, that is before we do any kind of shutdown here, which was like the 12th, like right? Well, like, Oh yeah, more like a week and a half before America. Like we're starting to hear stuff about it in America. Like I yeah. remember I had a meeting around this time where we we're like, do yeah. we shake hands or not? And like 
five days after this, like you and I did a show where I was like, don't yes. hug me. Don't hug me. Like, you know, I was like, like okay, Marcy, you're being <laughs> cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. Okay. I'll run to the bathroom and not wash my hands. My friend is crazy. Okay. <laughs> um, no, uh, so, so it was right in that window. And I don't, I don't really remember clocking any of this fashion week stuff. Cause I guess it wouldn't affect me at all. <laughs> I remember North screaming. Ah! Yes, I do remember that. I remember that. But, so we basically have this dinner where with their friend Fajer Fahad, who I don't remember seeing before, but some friend and it's um, ta- some longtime friend, it seems like. And with Kanye and Kim and her, and they're talking about about all of it. And it made me laugh really hard, too, in the way they always like she's like they're talking about how scary it is and these shutdowns. And she's like, yeah, the whole vibe is off of Fashion Week. <laughs> A quote that does not age well. Yeah. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of deaths later. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we have like we find out that Milan had an outbreak, so they shut down those shows. Now, Kanye is explaining his season. Yeah. To, and he says, the whole show is designed for the service industry. I remember and this. It made me laugh. And then I immediately thought of um, Christina Applegate designing all those clothes and don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Oh my God, yes. Her job was to like design like cool clothes for like just because like you're a waitress doesn't mean your clothes have to be bad. Like why yes. can't they be cool? Yes. Right on top of that, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kanye. Um, yeah, that's Kanye. And then we found out that Kanye's second show, that was when he and Kim first started dating, that she wanted she went to Fashion Week. She didn't know anyone there. Oh. She wanted to get him a cake, but apparently they don't sell cakes in Paris. <laughs> this made me I thought this was a very cute California girl line because she was like, and I just was like, Well, don't they have a Ralph's here? <laughs> Uh, oh, and if you, like if you're uh, anybody that's like a very SoCal uh, supermarket chain, I'm gonna I'm gonna say some people would call it like a Kroger yeah. or yeah, yeah. Like being a pin, she's like, and I just had these like little pastries, and I wanted a cake for him. It's so cute, very endearing story. Yeah, so she bought him a bunch of little pastries. It's very funny. <laughs> um, so it's right before the show. Uh, we're finding out that they have been pushing back fittings. Clothes are being shipped in. Kim is like so stressed for Kanye. Yeah, you really see it. Yeah. And like, it's so weird because she's like, he doesn't get stressed and she's getting like, she's like such a ball of nerves for everyone else in this episode. That's why I was like, I don't know that. I mean, I feel like she loves so much. I know. I think she's got a lot of bandwidth, as they say. But yeah, yeah there's a whole panic. Courtney's running late. They're running late to the show. She's like fully prepared to leave Courtney and Penelope. Yeah. Because <laughs> I also think this is connected to because she's like, it's really important for Kanye that his show starts on time. I think that is because he's had a couple of like really, really late shows, remember, mm. where like writers and fashion industry people called him out um for making the, for, it was like beyond beyond how yeah. late they were and so i it, it seems like i assume that's why he's r- really wants to start on time and so yeah they make it on time they get through all that paris rainy traffic they get there just in time and it's really sweet and like she's kind of like where do we go what do we sit and he's like hi oh northy you look so cute and he's just like and it makes a chill nice dad because he is a performer and like yeah. he's taken the stage millions of times at this point and she is someone who like has strived her whole life to seem professional so like yeah. the timeliness of it means so much to her yeah she doesn't want to be a diva and he's like i'm literally oh oh cat 
<laughs> okay. Buster. Every now and then Buster likes to just uh sneak up and paw my foot, but sometimes oh. it really scares me. <laughs> oh, that's really cute, Marcy. <laughs> it really, really spooks me. I saw I watched the whole thing. It was very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like out of nowhere you feel like a little paw on your little soft little paw. Hello. I'm here too. Bye. <laughs> I'm scared of you still. Okay, go. Uh, I don't know what I was saying. Uh, oh, yeah. That, I don't know what I was saying. They get there just, they get there just <laughs> in time for the show. It's really bizarre, I will say, like to see like smushed together crowds. Uh, and yes. I was really weirded out by like the crowd piece of it. But it's this huge outdoor spectacle with at some sort of like open kind of pavilion and then big giant screens up on a building so that people outside could see that was actually really that's actually really cool of Kanye to be like the idea that like I want this accessible to the people in Paris and the same thing with like his Sunday service like if you think about gospel uh that's sort of like not a very European thing that is specifically an American you know uh uh, feeling of the way that they that kind of charismatic type church thing it's like yeah. so like that's really cool and then i laughed so hard <laughs> when the honking started and kim goes that's the soundtrack hi marcy oh my god i might cry <laughs> i'm so glad you found <laughs> this so funny pink <laughs> it's not even remotely musical it's literally just like clattering clattering like stressful horns car horns like over and over and kim's like beaming face that's the soundtrack (laughs) it's like at first i like went in and i heard it i had no idea this is what he was doing so this makes a lot come together (laughs) see it come together oh boy (laughs) i mean it is like one of the it's like god i watched this like i want to say it was like a Uh, oh god not a swedish film maybe it was but it's like this kind of satire called the box i want to say anyway it is about like this very like like highbrow like uh art world where it is stuff like this where they're like doing installations and and things of that nature and i was like this is so that like just like the so like you wouldn't get it it's very like warhol (laughs) it is truly like uh it feels like full parody it's so funny so funny (sighs) just when you think you've seen it all (laughs) then north gets up to perform now this was a thing and I should have looked it up, but there was an issue where like, they were like, they were like, you, you probably know this better with like the song that North sang. Cause we don't end up hearing this like song that North did actually at the show. Yeah. We only hear the, this? the lyrics that I think she changed herself, but it was like some other song that she like used that I think no one knew it was like a children's song. And right. then she, so they took it, like there was a lawsuit about it. So they obviously, yes. that's why there was no music while she's screaming on stage age yes she did get to scream what are those these are clothes (laughs) but it went like this what are those these are clothes (laughs) that's so 
I just can't so cry funny. as her daughter screams, what are those? It was more than my brain could process. Like Kim sobbing at like a honking pair, like a honking fashion show. And then her daughter being like, ah, <laughs> into a mic. I was like, sorry for anybody if that hurt your ears. I'm sorry. Like it is such a full, it Ugh. is fully like, you know, like no. a, 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 um, a guest film, you know. Yes, it is beyond <sighs> parody. They are geniuses. It is so funny. And look, they are living their lives. L- live out loud, <sighs> lol. Big oh, time, oh. baby. And then <laughs> Kanye is just like so fully in love with North in yes. a way that his other three children will never experience. No, it's really unique. You can really feel it. He's so proud of her. It's like something happens. I think it's maybe a little easier for moms to like, you know, dull out the love. But it's like when a man has a firstborn, he's like, oh my God, I never considered this know it a kind of this. nurturing and protection I want for this. And it's they like, meet a, a new, I think they really meet a different version of themselves. And well, I think, and it is like a first love in that way that it's like, yeah. you know how like the first love kind of impacts the way you love for the rest of your life. Yeah, That is, or is that just me? Did I just tell myself? Uh, no, yeah, you're right. That's the <laughs> truth. I think in this way, it's like, she is his first love in that role. And yeah. so it's, um, but I do think it's like a thing that men do where you're like, Oh, you love your firstborn so much more. So and, much. and that's why there's all these laws in the Bible about firstborns too, because even God knew that he likes his, he likes jesus the best all the other kids he didn't like as much (laughs) (laughs) it makes sense it checks out and in this case you absolutely see it there is like yeah the way he looks at her it just is such a specific like profound love yeah um and then and then it wraps up and they they get back in the car there's a really cute moment where north asks for some water and i thought again another sweet moment he was like oh my god of course my performer needs some water of course (laughs) and then at dinner like well courtney's also doling out hand sanitizer again good good um she probably bought it all before everyone else could yes yes Um, or she has that natural shit that's really <laughs> doesn't really do much. Anything. But then at dinner, like, you know, North and Kanye are talking about the show and she's just like ooing and awing over them. She loves them. She loves them. And it is just this like it's a really like warm, beautiful scene and like a uh, story in a lot of ways like especially knowing like everything that's ahead and coronavirus and all the like summer of Kanye and how really like tragic and bad I think it has felt to like watch him in the way space he's been and it was nice it was nice to see this like tight-knit family and him like accomplishing the things pulling off a successful fashion show like it's a it's a more of a peak moment and it did give me i mean obviously our lives are very different but remembering like yeah. this, this like moment this calm before the storm of like what this year has been and it's really crazy to to watch them them even experiencing that you know yeah i will say that like it's this season's going to be very weird but from an anthropological, anthropological, yeah. from that perspective, I think fascinating, especially to watch it so close to real time. Like yeah. there's a six month lag, but that's not but, much in this world, you know? No, and it's a, and it's, and it's so 
it, the ways that like it will mirror our own and the ways that it will drastically not like even this like that they even are at Paris Fashion Week because Kanye has his own show at Paris Fashion Week like the the ways that it will remind us of our experiences over these six months and then the ways yeah. that it will feel nothing like it because they are wildly rich and famous now I had like a similar experience just this week because I've been watching all the Real Housewives of New York where it's 2016 and Carol is having an election night party. And to relive that I again, stop. That might be why I cried all day today. So that's all like part of it. This is part of where we're at. I think this <sighs> is like, this is a really, really tough moment in time. Really, no matter where you're at politically, I think. Uh, this I was nuts just- today when I read that New York Times article about uh, Donald Trump only paying $750 in income tax. I think everybody I mean, did. I think I like, everybody should. I like knew it, but to see it like so clearly to be like, no, that's really literally what like that it made me feel so insane. I had so many emotions all at once where I was like, of course, of course I, it's like that. This is terrible. Isn't it also funny? And which people think welfare is the problem? Oh my God. It is. It is. I feel like for, if that didn't like hit you as a taxpayer, like a gut punch if you have not had to watch your fucking hard-earned money get just zapped out of your bank account <sighs> as like and like to imagine that that man is not held to the same and, levels that we all as like normal hard-working small people there are so many years where he didn't pay anything it's it is a gut punch and like uh if it didn't feel like that for you then i encourage you to explore that <laughs> because <laughs> well, should. i think also unfortunately that some people believe as he said in the election in 2016 that that just makes me smarter oh that's true but that is true though marcy that is true <laughs> that does make you it, you know criminals are smart so they, you, go. you know what bank robbers the smartest of all because they're not paying taxes and that's not their money that's not their money. It's funny. Listen, it's funny. We love it. It's a it's a simple time. It's an easy time. Nothing uh, has ever felt lighter in my life. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting through it. I'm very happy to have you. We're gonna get through whatever this is. Well, We've got our crazy family uh, and of, also of Jenners too. If you're like me and sometimes you just burst into tears while saying a simple sentence. That's okay. You can process emotions in front of people. It's probably better than not doing it in front of people. I think (laughs) if it makes me feel any better today, I saw my friend Dickie and we're talking about uh, Sleepless in Seattle. And she told me the story of I've never seen an affair to remember, which is the movie Uh, they reference in uh. it. And I was like, she's like, have you watched it? And I was like, no. And she told me, I was like, tell me the whole thing. And I started sobbing at the retelling of An Affair to Remember. I was like, what? What do you mean? I was so moved. I like couldn't. He didn't show up because she was on the you know who, wait you've seen sleepless in seattle though right yes 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 you did exactly what uh they do Tom, in the scene yes yes Tom hanks's actual real world wife uh rita wilson rita. yeah is like and then he comes and he does a thing <laughs> I was like, the immediacy though that i was like it was just a retelling and i was like 
what? And my face started like pouring tears. I was like, that's so sad. Oh my God. So feel better. It is, it's, this is how it goes. This is the ride we're on. Look, we're buckled in. Just buckle, buckle up, butts. Buckle your Buckle butts up, up. butts. <laughs> Guys, we're going to get through this together. We're here for you. Uh, every Monday, we release our new episodes. You can check out our website, carditionit.com. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review. Thank you to the people who've been leaving reviews. We've gotten some really lovely ones. Um, and, and the they, bad ones, sometimes and, they're good. And some not great ones, but uh, we'll take what we can get. Uh, check out our Twitter and Instagram and like our Facebook page. Email us at carditionit at gmail.com. And thanks so much for listening to Carditionit. Bye. Bye.